Okay, today's class is dedicated for the yard site of uh, Mrs. Frida, Esses Frida Bachsara, Aleha Shalom, generously sponsored by the Esses family in memory of their dear mother, lovingly. As well, it was it's in the Lunishbat for Sarah Bat Rachel. We are now on the bottom of Lamad Zayin Amurbet. We are about 10 lines in the bottom with a little vaviz, Chuknin Chayavim Bechala. Chuknin are Chayav and Chala. The Gemara is saying now, Isaac, please take over. The Gemara is saying now that Chuknin are Chayav in Chala. Okay? Vichiata Rabin. And when Rabin came, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, welcome boys, we just started. When Rabin came from Eretzel, he also said the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Chuknin Piturim Rechala. He's saying that Chuknin are Patur from Chala. Now, we still did not explain what Chuknin are. So if anyone's wondering what they are, pay attention. Says the Gemara. We're going to see, the Gemara has the same question as you. You have to the Gemara's question. Says the Gemara, My Chuknin, Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Kuva Da'ara. It's kuva that's made in the ground. Now, kuva that's made in the ground is the following. You have a, a, a flour mixture, mixture of flour and water, and you pour it into the base of the oven. And in the base of the oven, it turns into like a pancake of sorts. Okay? Being that it's there... Normally, if you'd pour it onto the floor, it would spread out and be nothing. But since it gets stays stays in the base of the oven, the base of the oven is like a, a pan. And since it has walls, if you pour this mixture there, it turns into a bread type of item. That's chuknin. That's kuva de'ara, according to one opinion. That's what chuknin are. Kuva de'ara means kuva made in the ground. The ground means the bottom of the oven, which is in the ground. Va'amarabaya, and he says... Tirita is. I'm sorry? Not leftover. You made a special mixture of water and flour. It's not a dough, it's a pouring thing. (coughs) And you're pouring it on the floor. Similar to pancakes, perhaps. Trita does not need chala. Ikidami, what's trita? My trita. Ikidami gvul mirtach. Some say it's Gvul Mirtach. Now, Gvul Mirtach is also a very loose batter that you pour on top of the hot stove. Now, the reason why it has to be hot is because if it was a, if it was a cold stove, it would just spill and be gone. Being that it's hot, it stays in one spot, and it also becomes a, like a bread. So some say Namadinatika, this this scalded batter, and some say it's lechem. So some say gvil mirtach, which is the scalded batter. Ikadami, some say namadinatika, which is uh Indian bread. Okay? The ikadami lechem hasui lekutach. Um lechem hasui lekutach means bread that was made to make kutach out of. Okay? Which means it wasn't made to eat alone, you're supposed to use it to stick it in kutach. Now, kutach is some pretty disgusting stuff, it seems like. They used to take sour milk, like in spoiled milk, mix into a moldy bread crust and salt, and they, the, the bread that they used that, to put in this kutach used to be sun-baked, not oven-baked. Okay, So according to some, this trisa, 
which we said was patur from chala, is actually bread that was made for kutach. Okay? We'll talk more about that in a second. Now, so again, three ideas. Scalded batter, Indian bread, or bread for kutach. Says the Gemara. Tani Rebchia. We're now going to talk more about kutach. Lechem asui le kutach patur menachala. Bread that's made for kutach is patur from hala. Omar says, oh yeah? Vatanya chayav bechala. There's a different bright that says that kutach bread is chayav in hala. Make up your mind. Says the Gemara, no. Over there, when we say that it's chayav and chala, it's of course, you could tell from the item what it was going to come out, which means like this. If you made them ke'avim, if you made them like rolls and you cared about the shape and you made them into a nice shape, then chayim the chayav and chala, because we see you're planning to eat it. If you make a kilimudim, if you make them long, and you really don't care how they look, you're just throwing them out. Because if you're going to cut it, you're going to break it up anyway and make it into kutach, you're not going to really care how it looks because no one's going to see the shape anyway. It's like a guy's making croutons. A guy's making bread for croutons. He don't care what the bread looked like. He's not going to start taking care of the bread and making it nice. It's croutons anyway. So kutach is like moldy croutons that they put into your spoiled yogurt. Okay? Don't ask me how they eat it, but that's what they did. Okay? People used to dip their stuff into it. Right? So, keivim, if it's made nice, chayivim de chayav. Kilmudim, then the patur. Okay, so therefore, you're asking me a question from the stira, the contradiction about whether the chayav. No, over there, the reason why the chayav is because they're made nicely. Amalea Bailer of Yosef. Hai kuva da'ara. This business of kuva da'ara. Maim varchin elaveh. Till now, we're talking about halah. What bracha are you making this kuva on the ground? The, the, the watery mixture that you pour into the bottom of the oven. What bracha do you make on that? So he says, Amaleh, mi savret namahu? You think it's bread? Kuvla ba'alma, it's just a big dough. The right bracha is bonemene mesonot. Okay. Morzutra, kava suda ilave. He used to make a, a meal eating kuva da'ara. He would make a motzi and brikat mazon. Okay? Shosh brikat always means brikat mazon. Amar mor baravashi. Va'adam yatsa yabo ba'hen yideh chavato pesach. If you want to eat kuva da'ara, as long as you're sure that you bake it within 18 minutes, you can be yotze, your mitzvah of mitzvah pesach. My tama. Lechem oni kareen be'ed. Certainly lechem oni, only a poor people would eat this Mixture that seems very, very um, poor. Yes. Isn't that what matzah is made out of, Rabbi? Matzah, you see, the difference in matzah, matzah is an actual hard dough. This is a soft dough that's pourable. Matzah is nowhere near pourable. It's very, very hard and firm. This is a so, this is a pourable dough that you're pouring, and it's pouring quickly, it sounds like. It's only keeping its shape because of the shape of the bottom of the oven. Rama Morbayavashi, Morbayavashi says, Hi, Duvshir de Tamri. This business of date honey. Now, date honey is called Ceylon nowadays. They make honey out of dates. It's Why? Which means, this is the sweat of the fruit, not the fruit itself. Which means, since it's not the actual fruit, if it was the fruit made into date honey, yeah. But this is just the sweat that comes off the fruit, and therefore, it is Shakol. Kiman, who does more Baravashi go when he tells you that 
the, the right Berakha is Shehakol, Ki Haitan, he's going like Rabbi Yeshua in the following Mishnah. The Tanan, we learned, This Mishnah, by the way, has nothing to do with Berachot. This is a, a Mishnah that has to do with Tenumah. But from Tenumah, well, we're going to be able to tell, like we did in the earlier daf, we'll be able to tell what the Berachah is. Because the rule with Tenumah is, if a person has Tenumah and you eat it, Beshogeg, you have to pay Keren, for those who remember, we had this with the oil beforehand. That if a guy, we said, if a guy drinks olive oil, he doesn't have to pay the chomish because you just destroyed it. It's dangerous to you, right? Similarly, over here, we're saying a similar thing. Drinking straight olive oil, we said, was dangerous, correct? And therefore, since you didn't enjoy it, since you didn't enjoy it, you didn't have to pay the chomish. That's what we said. Okay? And guys, guys, we're not going to, we can't discuss it. With, we can't attention whether it's oil. We're talking about drinking a cup of oil, the Gemara said before was dangerous. And we said that since it's dangerous and you're not enjoying it, you don't pay Kenan Bachomish. Similarly over here, similarly over here, when we're telling you that something is Chayav in Tirumah, okay? When something is something that Tirumah, you pay Kenan Bachomish, that means that you're eating it the normal way and the Baracha is going to be ha'etz. Like, if a date is chayav in kenan v'chomash, that means ha'etz. And if we're calling it, then you shouldn't be a because you're not doing it the normal way. You're just eating the sweat. So apple juice is a normal way of eating it. An apple, though, I know. We're not talking about apples here. We're talking about dates over here. Well, take it easy. Okay? Now, kiman, ki ha'etan, like this tana. Titanan, devash chimanim v'yed n'tabuchim, if I have date honey, or apple cider, or I have vinegar from, from grapes, or other fruit juices, you're eating in a normal way, drinking apple cider is a normal way, and drink, drinking date honey is a normal way, and you pay kenem v'chomesh. So we're assuming that he would say, you make ha'etz. Right? Because you're having an apple. Or you make ha'etz because you're having a date. Rebbe Shua, man. Rebbe Shua says you don't have to pay the extra chomish. If he says you don't have to pay the extra chomish, that means that's not having a shakol. And therefore we're assuming that the same rabbi who says shakol on the date, honey, is going to be like Rebbe Shua who says you're patur from the kerem chomish. Okay? Is that clear or no? Hold on. Thank you. One of the rabbis told it about. Trima Mahu. Now, Trima, you guys don't know what Trima is, but don't worry, you're in good company. Neither did Rava. So Rava was asked the question, he didn't know what it was. Rava didn't know what he's talking about. Yati Ravina Kame. Ravina was sitting in front of Rava, Amale, and he told the guy, Ravina, Rava was asked the question. Ravina is sitting there, and Ravina is trying to clarify for Rava what the guy wants. And he asked him, Are you talking about Trima of Sesame? Or the Kurmita? Or you talking about Trima of, Trima of Saffron? Or the Portini? Or you talking about Trima of Grape Pits? As time went on, Rava figured out what he must be talking about. So Rava told the guy, I don't know why the guy didn't answer. Maybe he was too shocked to answer that Rav was talking to him. I don't know why. Amale, Rav said, Chashilta vaday ka'amrat. Oh, you're talking about crushed fruits. 
And now that you did that, you remind me what Ravasi said. Hi Tamri shel Truma, Truma dates mutar Trima. You're allowed to make Trima out of them shechar, but you can't make date beer out of them. Which means that he's telling you that if you have Truma, again Truma is given to the Kohen. So we have Sam Jamur. And we give him that truma in the time of the Beit Mikdash. Sam is allowed to eat the dates straight. Of course, that's the normal way of eating dates. He's a Kohen. As long as he's Tahor, he can eat the dates. He's also allowed to eat them in any normal way. But if he decides he wants to take dates and smear them on his wall as a new type of paint, because that's what he wants to do it, that's Asur, because you're wasting the paint. But I like it like that. You can't do whatever you want with Tinuma dates. You have your own dates, do what you want with them, not Tinuma dates. Now, what's called using Tinuma dates in a normal way? So the Gemara is telling you now, Rav Asi was saying that you're allowed to make Trima out of these things, but you're not allowed to make beer out of them. Beer is not normal, that's like using it like paint. You can't do that. But to use it at, for Trima, that's okay. Now, what's Trima? Trima is a type of crushed, lightly crushed date. Okay? Okay? What's the law? If you have dates and you made trima, it's still bore priyaetz. What's the reason? It's still the same way it was before. It just got a little flattened. Before it was round, now it got flat. But really, a crushed date that's flat is still the same, and the beracha will remain the same ha'etz, and nothing's different. So now the Gemara wants to know about shtita. What beracha do you make on shtita? So we, we, what is shtita? Rav Amar Shakol Nevdoro, and Shmuel Amar Borei Menemizorot. Amar Rav Chasta Vulopligi Habe Ava. When is it shakol if it's thin? And when is it when is it mizonot if it's thick? People make shita thick, they're making it for eating. And when they make it thin, they're doing it for 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 medicine. Okay? Since it's eating like a medicine, it's shakol. Okay? Because of the purpose, or because it's thin. Because of it's thin, it's not a normal, not a normal thing. No one will. People don't eat thin shtita, okay? Not normal. No, not normal. Mati, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef asked the question: V'shavin shebochshin et hashtut b'shabbat. The Brighter says both rabbis agree. I don't know who the two rabbis are. Um, the two rabbis, whoever the two rabbis argued before that, agree. That you're allowed to mix the shtita on Shabbat. And you could drink the Egyptian zitom. If you tell me that loose shtita is meant for refuah, are you allowed to do medicine on Shabbat? It's a surdu medicine on the Shabbat. So how could you tell me the reason why the thin one is shakol is because it's made for the fu'ah. Had it been for the fu'ah, they would never let you drink it on Shabbat. Says the Gemara. Amalei Rabbi Yosef. Abaye responds. Va'at lo tizbara. Don't you agree that it's allowed on Shabbat even though you're doing it for medicines? 
V'atanan, don't we learn about the laws about medicines? Kol ha'ochlin, ochel adam l'refua b'shabbat. A guy could eat any food he wants on Shabbat, even though you're eating it for a medicine purpose, which means if a guy's sitting down and he's having chicken soup Friday night, and he's thinking to himself, wow, chicken soup, I heard it's good for you, you have a cold, it's brought down, I just read it on Google that you're allowed, chicken soup is very good for a cold, and he's thinking as he's eating the chicken soup, this will be good for my cold, it's still mutan, doesn't become asur just because you have in mind to have a cold, right, the chol mashkin, and all the drinks, you can drink any drinks, even though you're drinking orange juice, and you're thinking, vitamin C, this will help my cold. It's still mutad. Right? So therefore, you're starting up with your shita, and you're telling me, oh, shita would be a sur if it was medicinal. Nah! It could be medicinal as mutad, because kol ha'ochlin mutad, and all the drinks are mutad. What are you going to say? Gavra la'achila kamet kaven? It's only okay if he's having a mind to eat, People could also eat lushtita. And therefore, therefore, someone could look at it and say, meaning the, if you're going to say it's only mutar, if a guy watching, the guy watches you eat the chicken soup, and he says, oh, I don't know, he's eating chicken soup. He doesn't know that you're eating good for medicinal purpose, or he doesn't know you're drinking the orange for medicinal purpose. So to here, when it comes to the shita, no one knows why the guy's drinking the shita. They might think that you're drinking the shita because you're hungry. Okay. Thin, thin, thin. Right. So obviously we have to come to say that some people drink thin shtita anyway. Not most, but some people have to. Otherwise, you wouldn't be allowed at all. Correct. Very good. Says the Lishna another explanation. What are you gonna say? The guy is thinking about eating. The guy is thinking about eating, and the 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 refua comes on its own. And the shtita it fixes you on your own. Okay. We need to tell you about what Rav and Shmuel told you about shtita. If I would only learn from the brayta which tells you that you can make it on Shabbat, right? I would have thought, I would think that the guy has to have in mind for eating, and it has to come on its own. When it comes to Berachot, since the main thing is you might have thunk that there's no Berachah at all on Shita. Meaning, we're telling you Shakol, but if we didn't tell you that, since the guy's main purpose is Rifua, one might have thunk, hey, no bracha at all. Kamash Malan. So Rav came to tell us, since you still gain the pleasure by drinking the shtita, you still need to make a bracha. What? I can't hear what you said. What did you say? Going to Rava, yeah, Shako. Yes, Rav. We're talking about Rav here. Yes, yes, Shako. Okay. We are now at the two dots for those following us. We are now at the two dots on the bottom of Lamed Chet Amud Aleph. So now we said in the Mishnah, guys, guys, please uh, stick with us. We said in the Mishnah. We said that everything is Adama. All types of vegetables are Adama. One exception to the vegetables that are Adama, Mr. Eli Halabia, is bread. Bread is a vegetable, and still you make Hamosi Lechem Mina Arts. 
Tanu Rabbanan. The Gemara is now going to get into the etymology of the words of Hamotzi Motzi. What is the proper way? Is it Hamotzi Lechem or Motzi Lechem And what do they mean? Now understand that the purpose of the Belacha is to thank Hashem for having brought the bread in the past tense out of the ground. Hamotzi, you brought bread out of the ground. Now, we're going to try to clarify if the word motzi or hamotzi mean future tense or past tense. We need past tense. Okay? Let's read. Tanu Rabbanan, mahu omer, what do you say? Hamotzi lechem in aretz. Rav Nechemi omer, motzi lechem in aretz. Okay? Amar Rava, says, bimotzi, when it comes to the word motzi, without the hey, kula amolo pligi, everyone agrees, da apik mashma, that it's referring to Past tense, which would be good. Dichtif, and we have a pasuk that proves it. Pasuk says in by Balak, by Bilam, talking to, about the Jews. It says El Motzi Am Mitzrayim, the God Motzi Am. Now Hashem didn't take the Jews out when Bilam was talking. Hashem had taken the Jews out way before Bilam was ever there. Bilam is in the fortieth year. The Jews are in the desert. So the word Motzi Am, Motzi means something that happened already. So just like it could be something that happened already, it fits very good with the happening of Hashem taking our bread out of the ground. Okay? Doesn't a man make it past tense? Mm, I can't get involved with that. Key pligi, when do they argue? Behamotzi. They argue in hamotzi. Rabbanan savri hamotzi dapik mashma. The rabbis hold that hamotzi is apik also. Everyone agrees that, that motzi is back tense. But the Rabbanan says, so is Hamotzi, and since Hamotzi is also, it's better. Okay? Dichtiv, how do you know that Hamotzi is past tense? It says in the Basuk, Hamotzi lechamayim mitzura chalamish. Hashem said, how could you ignore Hashem? Hashem who took you in the Midbar Agadol and who took water out of the rock. So when did Hashem? Hashem already took the water out of the rock. That's past tense. Good. Rebbe Nechemia, Rebbe Nechemia, says you have to say motzi, sabad, he holds, hamotzi dimapik mashma. Hamotzi is future tense. Shneemar, hamotzi etchem mitachat sevlot mitzrayim. Hashem says, v'lakachti etchem, v'gaalti etchem, hamotzi etchem mitachat sevlot mitzrayim. Now at that point, the Jews were still in mitzrayim. And he says, hamotzi etchem. Hashem didn't take us out yet. So you see that the word hamotzi is future tense. And since it's future tense, we should use the word motzi, says Rav Nechemia, and not hamotzi. So Rabbanan, what do the Rabbanan say about Rav Nechemia's pasuk? He's got a real pasuk. They can't ignore that. Rabbanan say, Lisa, this is what Hashem is saying to the Jews. When I take, when I take you out, I will do things to you in order that you should know that I'm the one who takes you out. Meaning, Hashem is describing what he's going to do. In the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, I'll take you for a nation. I'll be your God. You'll know that I'm Hashem your God who took you out. Meaning, when I take you out, you'll know that I'm the God who took you out. But Hamotzi still means took. You understand? When I take you, you'll know that I'm the one who took you. But took is still past tense. Right. Good. Uh, what? Which Past. We only want past. Okay. 
תכתיב וידעתם כי אני השם אלוקיכם המוציא. אוקיי, משתפכו נבנן בזרע את בר רב זביד, אך ודרב שמן בר רב זביד. דאדם גדול הוא. So the rabbis were praising, the rabbis were praising this rabbi, uh, hold on. The rabbis were praising to Reb Zeira, a certain rabbi, who they called the son of Reb Zvid and the, the brother of Reb Shimon, the son of Reb Zvid. Okay? Famous rabbi. And they said, oh, this rabbi? You got to meet this rabbi. He's the Berachot guy. He said, the Adam Gadol, he's the Adam Gadol number one. Ubaki Berachotu, he's the Baki Berachot, he's the guy. Amar lahem, so Reb Zeira said, oh yeah, the guy like that. Lechashevol etchem heviu leadi. Bring him over here. When, when he comes to you, Bring him to me. I want to see if this guy really is always up to snuff or not. Up to the hype. Yeah. They're claiming he's a big guy. Let's see. Zimnecha de ikla legabe. One time he came. Afikul riftra. So they figured, oh, let's bring him out some bread. Patach ve'amar. So this guy, Rav Zvid, this brother of Shimon, the son of Rav Zvid, he gets up and he starts saying, Motzi? <laughs> Without the hay. Tuli. <laughs> that wasn't the right move. Amar. Rav Zaira said, is this the fellow who they're claiming about him that he's Adam Gadol and he's Bakim Berachot? I understand if he said Hamotzi. That's cool. Why? He'll be teaching me things. When you, when you say Berachot, teach me something. Don't just say Berachot like Heke. If you said Hamotzi, he's teaching me the rule, what the word means. And you're all teaching me the halachas like the rabbis. El Daman Motzi, my Kamashlan. What's he teaching us? Oh, he's a big guy. He doesn't teach me something. What he thinks? Just he just trying to do. What's he doing? Ve'ihu. So what did he do it for? La'afuki nafshem b'puta. He didn't want to get involved in the machloket. So everyone agrees that Motzi works. The machloket is only about Hamotzi. So he says, I don't want to deal with it. He knows the machloket, of course. He says, I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to Motzi this up. But you're changing the beracha. He felt that I could motzi things. And if you motzi, it's a safe way. Why should you take the way where you're getting into trouble? And Rav Zeir is thinking, is thinking, you're a big guy. Teach me that it's good. Yeah. Say the chidush. And he's saying, listen, I don't want to get involved. These rabbis are arguing. Why can't I be on, on everyone's good side? Shalom Bayit. Well, not Shalom Bayit, but Shalom whatever. Okay? Step back. What's the halacha? How motzi lechim in aritz? The kaimulan kedabanan. Who say the Hamotzi is back, back past tense. And that's how we hold. We're at now at the two dots on the top of Lamed Chet Amud Bet. So this is the Gemara. We're quoting the Mishnah. We said, Al Yerakot, on the vegetables we say, Bore Peri Ha Adama. Thank you. You're the best. Okay? Says the Gemara, Katani Yerakot, Dumya Depart. The Mishnah mentions vegetables, and it mentions the vegetables right next to right next to bread. So we're trying to clarify when we mention vegetables, were we talking about fresh vegetables, or were we talking about vegetables that got that got processed? So since they're mentioned right next to bread, so the presumption is that they're processed ones like bread, right? Ma just like bread, were transformed through the fire. We're also talking about vegetables that were transferred with the fire. This means to tell you that cooked vegetables make 
Right? That's what it sounds like. Let's see what's going on. Darash of Chista. Chista made a Darasha. Mishum Rabbeinu in the name of, of his rabbi. And who's of Chista's rabbi? Manu Rav. Shalakot Menachim Alehem Bore Periya Adama. Shalakot we make Bore Periya Adama. Rabbeinu, Hayurdi made it to Israel. And Rav Chista says, and our rabbis who came from Israel, Rav Chista of course is a Bavel rabbi, and it's but our rabbis who came from Israel, Umanu Ula, that's Ula, right? Ki Ata Ula, Mara always says. Mishmei the Yochanan says, Shalakot, cooked vegetables, they disagree, and they say it's Shalakot. Vani Omer, now Rav Chista says, if it started off Adama, then Shalakot, and then if you cook it, Shalakot, it becomes Shalakot. Call she told Shakol, if it starts with Shakol, Shakol and you cook it, where it Means it depends how it started. So if it's an item that starts off Shakol, which means it was inedible raw, and then you cooked it. It was inedible raw. Inedible, not not eatable. Inedible means not eatable. If it was not eatable raw, and then you cook it, that starts off Shakol and ends off Adama. Something inedible is considered Shakol. An inedible fruit. What's an example? An example of an inedible fruit, my assumption would be eating a raw potato. So, for example, we're, the Gemara is going to give a few examples soon. But uh, the ones that I, I, I will give you off the cuff is that if you take a raw potato and you take a bite, the proper bracha according to this would be shakol, because you're eating something that's not edible. When you make french fries, then they become adama. But they weren't adama before. Okay? You lost? Okay. And the other way around, if you have lettuce and it starts off, it starts off edible. Adama, edible, and now you're going to boil it up, could be shakolized it. The way you eat it, the norm. Says the Gemara. Okay. Bishlama kosh tchilato. I understand what the rabbi said when he said when it starts off shakol it ends up if it's cooked. I can tell you what case we're talking about. Like for example, meshkachala bekarva vesilka vekara like cabbage. You don't if you don't cook it, it's junk. Silka beets if you don't cook them, they're junk. And pumpkins you don't cook them, they're junk. All these things you can't eat, right? Ela but how can you find a case like that? How it starts off Adama, then it becomes Shakol. Garlic and leek. Leek. Garlic is supposed to be raw. Leek, you eat raw. If you cook them, then you ruin them. Now, I know Ralph, is, the, the cook over here, is giving me faces. Ralph, I guess you, 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 you cook things differently than the people used to do 1,700 years ago. 100%. Okay. Says the Gemara, the last Rebbe Nachman, Nachman learned the following: Mishum Rabbeinu, the name is Rebbe Manu Shmuel. Shlakot v'rachim alehem bore peri adama. Cook vegetables, adama. V'chaverenu and our our friends, Hayordim Eretz who came from Israel, Umanu Ula, Mishmed Rebbe Yochanan Amar. Shlakot v'rachim alehem shlakot niyavro. Right? V'ani Omer, but I say machloket shinuya. This is the other way. He's now he says they're arguing. They're not saying the same thing. Before, he had said they're really saying the same thing. And they're talking about two, two, two different types of vegetables. Now he's saying it's machloket. The Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, Yotzin Bedakrik Hasharui. We're talking about here matzah 
and we say you could be yotzer your your obligation to eat matzah by eating soaked matzah or mushal shiloni muach or one that was cooked and didn't dissolve. Divrei Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi says yotzim berakli kasherui. You could be yotzer with soaked. Avalom mushal, not with cooked. Avishlom muach, even it didn't get knocked out, even it didn't get dissolved. And therefore, we want to say that the two opinions are one's Rabbi Meir and one's Rabbi Yossi. So in other words, just Rabbi Yossi who says that cooked matzah is not usable, he'll say that, it, that he'll say that cooked vegetables are shakol. And Rav Meir who says that cooked vegetable that cooked matzah you can be yotzer for alechilat matzah? He'll say that cooked vegetables are Did anyone follow what I just said? Hold on, let me clarify. Again, there's a machloket between the two rabbis about matzah. Okay, rabbi number one says cooked matzah, hamotzi, and forget hamotzi, and alechilat matzah you could be yotzer. Otherwise, it's not once it's cooked, chalas, it's gone. Even if it didn't lose the shape, you cook it, gone. Now, we want to say that the two rabbis, from, the one rabbi who says that Shlakot is Adama, and the other rabbi who says Shlakot is Shakol, they're, they're arguing about the same thing. The rabbi who says that matzah becomes not matzah anymore because you cooked it, he'll say that carrots become not Adama when you cook them. And the rabbi who says that you could be Yotzeh on matzah, that's cooked, he'll say that carrots stay Adama. And that's the machloka between the rabbis. You, know, you don't have to say complicated things. Say this thing, it's very simple. You with me? The same machloka again. The same machloka regarding your being Yotzeh with matzah is going to follow along to cooking. cooking vegetables. That's, that's what the Gemara wants to, Rabbi Nachman wants to claim. Velohi, the Gemara doesn't like that. Everyone agrees, all the rabbis about the matzah, the rabbi who says no and the rabbi who says this both agree that shakot is adama. That, that, that cooked carrots are still adama. Right? When did Yossi say over there that it's not, you can't be yotze? Over there, there's a rule you have to taste the matzah. And once you boil it, you can't taste the matzah. But when it comes to carrots, there's no law in tasting it. When there's matzah, there's a special law. You must taste the matzah. And once you boil it, chalas, there's no more matzah taste. But when it comes to carrots, there's no special tasting law. And therefore, even if it's boiled, everyone will agree that's Adama. Even Biosi, who said that you can't have boiled matzah, will agree that boiled carrots are still Adama. Cooked vegetables in the same rabbi. So you got to in the same rabbi. and are arguing about what Rabbi Yochanan said. Now, Rabbi Yochanan, of course, is the main, main, number one Amorah in the world is Rabbi Yochanan. There's Rabbi Yochanan, Rav, and Shmuel. Okay, that was the first generation of Morim, number one generation. And Rabbinim Barayefet and Rabbiya Baraba are students of them. Rabbinim Baraba saying that he said it was Shakol, and Rabbiya Baraba, Rabbinim Barayefet saying Shakol, Rabbiya Baraba saying Adama. Our Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, Kava, Kava Ula l'shbeteker Rabbinim Barayefet. Ula said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. 
that the shishmish there he had a mistake. Basically, he's quoting. You should follow Uber Rabinimayefet. Listen to what's going on. This is a wild Gemara, by the way. Tai Bear of Zerah is shocked. How could you compare these two rabbis? You're going to compare following Rabinimayefet when you have Rabbi Baraba? If you have a choice, who to pick? You're going to pick Rabinimayefet over Rabbi Baraba? Abba used to be precise when he memorized the, the, the teachings from his rabbi. Rabbi, he wasn't so precise. He wasn't so careful. So if you have a choice of one saying Adama, one saying Shekol, who are you going to follow? Follow Chiyabar Abba. It's wild that they're judging rabbis here. We don't judge rabbis, right? The odd. Every 30 days, Rabbi Rabbi would review everything he learned in front of his Rebbe. Rabbi Rabbi, he didn't review it in front of his Rebbe. Okay. And besides that, besides that and besides that, okay, is a story of a Tormus. Now, everyone knows what Tormus is if he came from Sham. Everyone knows what the tormus is. It's a little bean like this here yeah, that you cook. They're awesome. The shlaki le shivazanin. You have to cook it seven times in the pot. I clarify with Mikey. They do have to cook them seven times. Seven times? Okay. Just so you know, the, the Gemara knows how to cook tormus beans. We learned it from the Gemara. Right? You have a tormus bean, they cook seven times. And they eat it like dessert. Okay? What do you make on it? Which follows from Chiyam Rabba, not from Rabba Rebbe. Because remember, if it says that cooked, cooked vegetables are charcoal. And here it's cooked seven times. And they ask Rabba Rebbe. He said, Adama. He said, Adama. Okay? I remember learning the Shabbat. Okay. Yeah, we learned the Shabbat. Amar Rabbi Chiyah Barah, Rabbi Chiyah Barah says, Ani ra'iti, I saw, you want to know what Rabbi says? this old thing about who, who's right about Rabbi Yochanan. Okay. Ani ra'iti to Rabbi Yochanan, I saw Rabbi Yochanan, Sha'achal zayit maliach, he ate a salted olive. Now, salting is like cooking in, in, in halakha. Okay. He ate a salted olive. He made a melacha beginning and end. We don't know. If you say that cooked foods keep their melacha, he must have made haetz because it's olive, olives are right? And he ate in the end. He said melacha men shalosh, which is olive haetz or piyets. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But if you follow Berminian Bar who says that they don't stay the same, he probably said Shakol. My Barech, what's he going to say at the end? If you can't say, you don't, if it doesn't say the same, what are you going to say at the end? My answer is not exactly what you said. Maybe he said at the end. Okay. He said the same Barech at the end. The Gemara was presuming in the Havamina that you don't call. What if I showed a bracha at the end? You don't say, I saw him make a bracha beginning and end. 
in the end, the Gemara is dancing. Maybe when he says the end, he was just referring to Bona Fashot, which is a lighter, lighter thing than Allah Etzopiyah. Okay. Uh, the rest we'll do tomorrow, Bezat Hashem. We now we'll do the review. Chuknin. Okay. Chuknin was the stuff that's made in the ground. Um, and we said the right, we said that it's Chayav and Chala. Then we had Abaya saying that Shrita, either it's scalded batter or Indian bread or bread made the Kutach. We said we had a Machloka whether it's Chayav and Chala. Then we had a question about Lechem that's made for Kutach. Please, please have quiet for this review. Lechem that's made for Kutach, Rabotai. Lechem that's made for Kutach uh, is Patur and Chala. What about the bright that says otherwise? Because it depends uh, what it is. If it's made into the shape of rolls, then we know it's chala. Even though it's baked in the sun, it's still chayav and chala, because it's meant to eat. If it's shaped like a board, and no one really cares what it looks like, then it's not chayav and chala, because it's not meant to be eaten separately. You want to just, you want to just break it up and stick it in your spoiled yogurt. Okay. What about silan, date honey? More baravashi says... That date honey is shakol because it's only the sweat of the fruit. Who's he going like? So we're learning going like the story by Tiruma, where Rebbeez says you have to pay the homish, and Rishul says you don't have to pay the homish. So we're assuming that the fact that you don't have to pay the patur from the homish means that he's saying it's not a fruit, and that's why more Bavashi was saying it's the sweat of the fruit. He's going like Rishua. What about trima? We weren't sure what it was. We end up we say that trima was crushed dates. And uh, the halakha on dates is that the ha'et, they stay in their, these crushed dates, trima dates, they stay in their original form. Then we had a question about shtita. Shtita, of course, is the mixture of water and flour. Uh, if it's loose, it's a medicine, it's shakol. And if it's thick, it's mizonot, it's meant for eating. Now, we said, wait a second, you're not supposed to make loose shtita on Shabbat because medicine purposes, Right? You wouldn't be able to do it on Shabbat. He says, no, since you're allowed to eat it as ma'achal b'ri'im, it's a food, therefore you're allowed to have it, even if you have it in mind. Okay. We had a machloket about the proper way to say hamotzi. Is it hamotzi or motzi? And then we said, uh, the, the, the machloket is, is the word hamotzi, past tense or future tense, pisukim, were brought, were brought both ways. Rabzeira had a rabbi come to him who said motzi. He was unimpressed with the rabbi's chidush of motzi because any, anyone could tell you that motzi is. He wanted him to say chidush, but that rabbi just wanted to get out of the problems, arguments. And then we said, what about yirakot, vegetables? If they're transferred with fire, they're brought up yadama. But other ones are, say that if they're transferred with fire, they're brought they're shakon so he said, if they were edible raw, then when you switch them, they become shakol. And if they weren't edible raw, they, they become, then they become hadama. And we gave examples of each one. The examples didn't fit to everyone's particular taste, but I guess some things have to change in 1600 years. Now, then we said, um, we had a machloket with matzah. We wanted to compare the machloket about boiled matzah to the machloket about boiled vegetables. And uh, some say we, we, we follow it, some say we don't. Then finally we had the machloket between cooked vegetables, between 
Chia Bar Abba and Rabbi Yaman Bar Yefet, and they made mincemeat out of Rabbi Yaman Bar Yefet somehow, and they said that you should not follow him, his opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, because he wasn't as careful. We thought a proof, because we saw Rabbi Yochanan said Adama on a turmos bean that was cooked seven times, that was a proof. Then we saw, saw that he ate salted olives and he made a beginning and end. We thought that was a proof, but we said in the end that was not a proof. Much more on that on tomorrow's daf. Stay tuned. Same time, same place.